we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. The morning show, you This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So what I want to get off my chest, I know DJ Envy, you go through this all the time. What's that? I'm half black. People come up to me, they <laughs> ask me what my nationality is, and they assume that I'm Spanish, Puerto Rican, but my dad's black, my mom's white. It gets me frustrated sometimes. I want to know what you do about that. How um, the hell would we know? He's talking about me. I don't pay it oh. any mind. I, I don't pay it any mind. I mean, I, I I don't care. I mean, it doesn't bother me. It's not like something like, oh, my God, this grind my gears. No, I don't care. I, you I, don't I, like when people say you Dominican? 
So I, I joke back. I'm saying I'm black, but I don't, it don't upset me to the point where I'm gonna go in the corner and cry. I what do people ask you? They ask you what? They ask you what are you? Bro, yeah, make up your mind. I'm not. You just you just said like, it's not a problem, but now you're I saying told you're him not he Dominican. I get that mad and that upset. I Wait, I'm trying to understand his. So people just say, "What are you?" Yeah, they ask me what my nationality is. I'm like, I I I tell them to guess, and they usually go Spanish, Puerto Rican. Well, you told them to guess. You should just say I'm black. I wish envy would. I wish envy would humor me one day and say. Guess what I am? <laughs> no, no, I understand though. He's annoyed that people come up to him that don't even know him and just say, "What's your nationality?" Like, yeah, I get it. It's annoying. I, I, thank you, brother. I don't have a problem. Like, I, I, I never really understand why people get mad at that. There's so many nationalities and so many people. If you see somebody, you want to ask. Why does that bother people? I, I don't understand. Well, he's bothered. He's inquisitive. Like, what are you? Oh, you're this and that? Oh, okay, that's dope. Yeah. I mean, they're entitled to be bothered. But if you have something in your mind, you know what I mean? Like, if you in your mind you know what you are, I can see why that would be annoying. Because mm-hmm. you think you would hope everybody else sees it, too. But what are you, Charlamagne? Black. 100% pure God. Okay? You don't look black to me. Hello, who's this? Look more on the white side. I'm, 90, I'm actually 97% West African. I've done my Af- uh, African ancestry. Hello, who's this? Yo, yo, this is Anonymous. Anonymous. You do not up? have to be anonymous on the radio. All you got to do is say another name. Yeah, bro. you could have made up a name. We can still search the name. Either way. But look, I was delivering food, right? And I knew the person I was delivering food to, but uh, it was old co-worker stuff. And the dude, the boyfriend, came out and started like, what's up, what you saying with my girl? And he stole on me. I'm literally delivering food. Like, DoorDash and all that. Dude stole on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out should I get a restraining order? Should I retaliate the hood way? Like, <laughs> man, shut up. That man punched you in your face right then and there. You ain't did nothing. You ain't going to do nothing after the fact. Leave it alone. Yeah, Why just you, don't go back to that house, bro. That word is born. You better stay away from that stay man. Hey, that, that punch Hey, that punch hurt? Hey, did that punch hurt? Nah. Don't lie. Don't nah. lie. Tell the truth. Don't Tell the lie. truth. So why you ain't hit him back then if the punch ain't hurt? Because it was like literally stole on me, then literally just put me in a joke hole. And then then. He put you in the dope feed. So you ain't, he, he beat you up then. He beat you up. It's okay. So when you got back up, what happened? Literally, he was gone. Like, you know what I'm saying? So when I, you woke I, up, he was I, gone. I, I, yeah, after you woke up, he was gone. He ain't going to stick around when you've been asleep for 10 minutes. Yeah, hey, he listen. Man alone, man. In the words of uh, Craig's daddy on Friday, okay? So, so you win some, you lose some, but you live to fight another day. Huh? No, don't man, you ain't gonna do nothing. And stop. Why you want to retaliate? Leave him alone. He Leave beat it alone. Leave you exactly. Up. Somebody got people on his head. What how, you saying? How old are you? How old are you? How old are you? How old are you? That's anonymous too. Well, listen. I was born in 1978. I turned 40. <laughs> I turned 44 yesterday. You come. We come from an era where if you lose a fist fight, you just lose a fist you fight. Lost. Leave it at that. Just leave it alone, bro. I get that on. I ain't that old. Okay, well, listen. This, this, if you want to retaliate, ask him for a fair one. Then. Oh, that's a bet. That's a bet. You better not do that. Nah, don't do that. Cause he, bro. Trust me, bro. He, he, he whooped your ass one time. That's right. It ain't worth. It ain't worth it. Cause think about it like this, right? Think about it like this. You retaliate. You do something. Now you go into jail. It's a, if it's a fair one, I'm cool with that, though. As long as it ain't no... He like, lost this one and dude put him in a dope fiend. And he just going to get put in the dope fiend again. <laughs> he lost. Man. He lost you you going to train, train before the next fight? Now, look. It ain't no training for this. It ain't no training for this. You need training. The man beat you. It's okay, man. You need training. Listen, I, listen, I, I done got punched on camera, bro. You done, you done seen the can I get a drop. I ain't got no time for retaliation. Who cares? Like We too old. Let it go, yeah, bro. Yeah, let it go. People already know who you is. 
That's even worse. Exactly. I got punched in the head and got seen by millions of people. You think I? You think I'm sitting around? Let it go. All the more reason for you to let it go, sir. All the more reason for me to retaliate. No, why? You gonna okay. go to jail? You gonna retaliate? You gonna hurt him? You gonna go to jail? Is it worth it? No, we don't know if you gonna. I doubt he's gonna hurt him. Now, see. okay. So, magic question: <laughs> If you go get a fair one, you and him just fight straight up. If he beats you again, then what? They gonna go for a third time. I'm gonna call it a fair fight. You gonna what? That's honest. I'm gonna call it a fair fight. Dude, snuck. All right, I'm gonna tell you what to do then. Because you, you said you either want to fight again or you want to press charges, right? Oh, ain't no pressing charges. You just said you want to get a restraining order against restraining him. Order. So to get a restraining order, you got to press charges. Oh, I want you to press charges. No, 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 no. I'd rather you press charges. Well, we'll get a restraining order. Yeah, I'd rather you get a restraining order. Nah. You're about to lose your job right. and you're about to go That's to jail right. for doing something stupid. And Leave that, it alone. That man, that man, that man done beat you up so bad you wanted to get a restraining order. <laughs> so I don't know why you acting all tough now. Let it go, bro. Have a good one, man. But no, don't hang up on this man yet. I want you you gonna let it go? Maybe. Do you, do you have kids, bro? Nah. Man, let it. Your keep, mom and daddy gonna have to visit you in jail because you're gonna do something stupid. Leave it alone. Oh, we win some, we lose some. Let it go. Did your girl see you? Did your girl see you get beat up? Nah. All right, then. So let it go. Nobody saw it. Nobody even knows. That's why. And you anonymous. Nobody knows this happened, bro. If it's not on video, nobody saw it. Let it go. Change the narrative. Tell everybody you beat him up. Nobody seen it. He <laughs> fucked it up. You could have called up here and lied to us. Yes. Uh, all right, we'll see. There ain't no we'll see. Don't do nothing stupid, bro. God bless you, man. Goodness gracious. Sending you healing energy, man. He got knocked out. The man done hit you and choked you out, man. You talk about you want. The first thing he did when he called up here was say, should I get a restraining order or retaliate? You know how bad somebody got to do you if you want to get a restraining order? Just get the restraining order. Just relax, man. Come on, let it go. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Power 1051, The Breakfast Club, Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? What up, brother? Get it off your chest. Yeah, I just want to put it out there, let everybody know. If you have a business idea or event you're trying to put on, don't assume it's going to be successful because you have family and friends that are going to support you. Wow. Sometimes that's not how it works. Yeah. What happened, man? So I have a fitness event called Not Tell Games. I do it for the first two years in my hometown, Indiana. thinking it's going to be successful. Didn't get uh, the turn that I wanted. Depending on family and friends, they helped me put it together. It was a dud. Moving down to Georgia. <laughs> Go down to Georgia, and it's, it's going to be one of the biggest tennis games down here in the state. And I'm bootstrapping it all myself. No, no team or nothing. I have to uh, take the handicaps off, uh, train the wheels off, and get it all done myself. That's how it always is, man. You know that. You know nine times out of ten you're going to get more support somewhere else than in your hometown. You know that. shouldn't be like that, though. It shouldn't be. But... Yeah, but, and you know, you can't ever expect, and I've learned this from you know, starting businesses, you can't ever expect the people around you that they have to do support. things to support you. Correct. You still got to act like you out there doing it on your own and put forth all the effort like you're not going to have that. And if they do support you, that's a great and amazing surprise. That's just the way people are sometimes. Hello, who's this? What's the deal, baby? This is Ahmad Bacardi. Ahmad, what's up? Get it off your chest, That ain't bro. your real name. Your last name, Bacardi? Yes, sir. <laughs> you're a liar. Why is that? Your last name is actually Bacardi, like the drink? 
Yeah. No, not Buck Hardy. Muck Hardy. Oh, Muck Hardy. Okay, got you. All right, Muck Hardy. Okay, that makes more sense. Get it off your chest, man. All right, what's the deal, man? I want to just give a shout out, man. I'm married to love my life this weekend. Congratulations, hey, King. Thank you, sir. That's what I like to hear. Uh, I want to shout out Keola McCarty, the new Miss McCarty. Yay. And I want to say I love her. Okay. And right. shout out to the Breakfast Club, Angela Lee, DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God. What's up with that honeymoon, though? Where you going? I don't know. It's summertime. We got to oh, do it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Well, congratulations, brother, and have a good one. Hello, who's this? This is Romero. Romero, what up? Get it off your chest. Man, I'm a little hot, man. I've been trying to get into this real estate game, and they're not making it easy for a brother at all. Man, I bought my first property, renovated it, got it off the ground, man, and now I'm trying to buy another one, and these prices is crazy right now. Same property that was... 90000 is going for like 180000 man, for 600 square feet. It's yeah. I mean, that's that's what this, this whole pandemic did. I mean, a lot of people with the interest rates so low, a lot of people are buying houses and inventories down, so people are raising the prices like crazy. Man, I don't know how they expect somebody to get in the game. With, with these kind of prices, man, it's, it's stupid, man. It's very difficult. Well, I don't know, man. I, I appreciate y'all, though, man. Thanks for taking my call. I'm glad to get it off my chest. Yeah, there wasn't going to be no uh, positive advice for that one. It nah, is what it is. When them, when them prices is what they are, they are what they are. Hello, who's this? Oh, this is Marion Johnson. What's up, brother? What's up, Marion Johnson? <laughs> so you remember me, man. Cocktail party, man. Whoa. Ooh, okay. Whoa, ho, ho, ho. Tell him what. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah, I'm just, he just said his name. Y'all remember the male dancer? The nope. male dancer? <laughs> yeah, remember I was talking about the book about the male dancers, cocktail party? <laughs> no, I don't quite there. remember. Mm-hmm. Y'all was talking about a male dancer, a guy, a guy if his girl went to the um, strip joint, and, I mean, I, I had a house party, and if, uh, what, would you, what would you think about that? Oh, got you. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's starting to come back to me now. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to throw the link out there. It's on asapublishingcorporation.com slash Marin Johnson. That's M-E-R-I-N Johnson, or you go to Amazon and um, buy Marion Johnson. Okay. Thank you, Marion Johnson. That's a good last name you got for a male stripper. You... Johnson. Johnson, yeah, yeah. Was my, 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 my stripper name was Black Cat. Okay, should have been Black Johnson. Black Cat. <laughs> Why was it Black Cat? Were you, like, walking across the stage like a Black Cat? That's right. That's right, shaking everything. Okay. Shaking everything. There you go. Okay, <laughs> Black Cat. You have a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Anybody with that hairline. Attacks already in the promo. That's fine. <laughs> Listen to Hold Up on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Power 105.1. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. 
So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Quinta Brunson. You know the creator of Abbott Elementary. Good morning. Hey. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I am really happy to have this conversation because I am a real big fan. What was life like growing up, you know, in West Philadelphia? <laughs> Born and raised. I'm sorry. I you had to. Right. I know. I it's know. okay. I let people get it out of their system. Um, <laughs> you know, it was great. I loved growing up in Philly. It's a beautiful city with a ton of culture. It was a nice env- environment to grow up in. And being the youngest of five, I just kind of took so much from my siblings. They were older, they were experiencing comedy in their own ways. Like their favorite things range from kings of comedy to, I don't know, like Conan, to my mom and dad like really old shows like the Bob Newhart show and, and the Jeffersons and stuff. So I feel like all that funneled into me. And my brother, who's closest to me, liked Ace Ventura, so I got the stupid stuff, too. Mm-hmm. It all just funneled down, so it was nice. Being the youngest of five, did you get away with a lot? I had more eyes on me, <clears throat> for sure. My parents were very overprotective. Really? By the time they get to the youngest ones, they kind of, like, 
They don't raise the youngest like they do the oldest. <laughs> Not in my case. They were very overprotective. It made me more adventurous to go out and do my own stuff. So I found new ways to defy them. You said that when you could make your siblings laugh, you knew you were doing something right. So mm -hmm. how would you make them laugh? One of the big things was them putting me in a car seat and making me do impressions of Wanda from In Living Color. <laughs> they made me redo Martin episodes, like, from beginning to end. You can remember whole episodes of Martin? When I was younger, yeah. Okay, okay, Maybe okay. I still can. There's a, there, a lot of Fresh Prince episodes I can remember from beginning to end, like, mm -hmm. can almost quote. So stuff like that. It was um, kind of knowing these shows, like, the back of my hand to be able to say the lines to them later. So that was the way to connect to them. I was also so far away from them. My closest sibling is eight years older than me. Mm -hmm. And my other siblings, it's, you know, 10 years, 15 years, and then 20 years. As a kid, I couldn't really relate to them, but mm -hmm. making them laugh was how I got to, you know, hang out with them. And our whole family, like my mom and dad, too, we all really came together over comedies. It was like the one thing that we could all agree on was a good, a good sitcom at the end of the day. Now, you, you were raised Jehovah Witness. Mm -hmm. So was I. You were? Absolutely. My mom I did still not goes know to the, my mom still goes to the Kingdom Hall to this Wait, day. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. I did not know yes, that. Yes. So does mine. So how, how strict was your upbringing? Very. Yeah, because you was named. Well, I'm saying overprotective. I can just use the now you know what I'm talking about. Like they were very strict. Yeah. Also, I was the only kid that was born and raised in it. You know what I mean? Wait, that's not true. Me and my young my brother closest to me. The rest of them weren't like raised Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh no, I was raised whole family. What? Oh yeah, I had the whole righteous ratchets mom and dad. So my dad ended up getting this fellowship because he got baptized knowing he had no business getting I baptized. I cannot believe this conversation right now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely. I should be disfellowshipped. I'm on the run. You'll never get me. I never got baptized. Oh, yeah, that's why. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I knew that was too much pressure. I did because I was so ambitious. I was such an ambitious 13 year old. Oh my God. You got um, baptized at 13? Yeah, because I was like, I love God. I did too, but that's too much pressure. I know. Well, you had enough foresight. Have you held on to any of those traditions or habits? You go to memorial service still? Memorial's the one thing I'll try really hard to go to. Mm -hmm. And it gets harder for me every single year. There's always a new obstacle. Last year I tried to go. I show up. It's a Korean hall. I was like, what the hell? Like, why can't I? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I cannot win. So I'm just sitting there dressed like a slut in comparison to everybody else. Like... Because I, I was also trying to go to this party after, so I was like, I'm just wearing this dress. It was a little short, but I was like, it's cool, I'm sitting in the back. They're just like appalled at what I'm wearing, and I'm like, calm down. I was going to sit in the back if I could get in. Yeah. Anyway, the brothers are just like looking at me. Like, I'm just... All you want to do is pass some bread and wine. That's, that's all. It. I'm like, it gets harder and harder every single year, but I keep trying to show up. Yeah, there was a lot of reasons why it wasn't for me, but I don't think it's bad, and I think... If it weren't for that, I'm not sure that me and my siblings would have, like, survived Philadelphia at the really? time. Yeah, because that kind of structure, I guess, yeah. and faith, it kind of keeps you out of trouble, which is why people hold on dear to religion, period. You know, it keeps you on a good path. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm grateful. What about it. holidays? How do you feel about those now? Because, you know, we didn't get those as kids. We didn't. There was one year I just wanted to see what it feels like, what it feels like, so I went to... Uh, Rite Aid and got like a plastic Christmas tree <laughs> and I just put it, I put it and I put it in my apartment and I just looked at it and I left it there for like maybe one night and then I took it out and threw it in trash. Yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to see what it felt like. Yeah, you never yeah, just yeah. wanted to see? I mean, I do it now because I got a, you know, a whole family so it's like my wife oh, didn't grow up. So you be out here celebrating Christmas. I enjoy it though, but not because I'm of the... I'm going to tell your mother. <laughs>
<laughs> Yo, that's so awkward when he she's celebrating there for the Christmas. Oh, man. Did you ever feel like an outsider in high school? Not in a sad way. I also went to a school that was an art school. So everybody in the school was kind of an outsider. You know what I mean? Everyone was very accepted because you were, the only reason you were there in the first place was because you were kind of a weirdo. It encouraged us all to go into like whatever we wanted to do. And I wish more kids had that for sure. Did you have any insecurity growing up? There was a point where I thought if I had a big butt and I could sing, then my life would be different. Mm. And that was an insecurity for a while. I remember like stuffing my pants. <laughs> like I wore like three pairs of tights to school one day because I wanted to have a bigger butt. And that was before like BBLs and everything I know. Else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the girls are going to do now. I mean, for me, it was just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to like, you just wanted to be like, I was a little stick thin little girl. And who was popular at the time? Like Buffy the Body. Oh yeah. What's her name from Flavor of Love? Delicious. Delicious. And like, you just wanted to, you know, so. That was probably my only insecurity. All right, we got more with Quincy Brunson. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Make it. Power 105.1. The Breakfast Club. Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Quinta Brunson. Charlamagne. You said Abbott is the first time since high school that your mom said she's proud of you. Yeah. Wow. How did that make you feel? That was a moment. I almost cried when she said that. And she didn't even know why. I was like, you have not said that to me. And <sighs> I don't know how long. Because everything else I was doing, you know, she was witnesses. She found blasphemous. Like, Black Lady Sketch Show. She was like, HBO? the nudity network and I was like yeah so she didn't like that like I would tell her we're in this place called BuzzFeed and she would like tell me the truth are you stripping and it'd be like she really could not <laughs> I'm so serious she could not understand what but it made no sense to her and I showed her the website and she's like this is nothing this is a website and I would show her videos and she's like Still not, well, how are you making money from this? But now, you know, ABC, she can understand. Ah, TV show, that made sense to her. So she gets it now and she loves it. She's such a sitcom watcher that uh, if she didn't like it, she would like say it. Like her comedy opinion means a lot to me. She told me two weeks ago, she was like, I'll watch this even if, you know, it wasn't your show. Like, I love this show. Wow. That means a lot to me, for sure. I don't think parents realize how much those I love you and I'm proud of you, how far they go for I know. all of us. Even when we become adults, that inner child still wants to hear that. I know. She probably won't tell me again for like 10 years, but uh, I'm going to hold on to that one. Star of Abbott, executive producer, head writer as well? Yes. Okay. Yep. It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. It's got to be at least 200 people. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. Does that weigh on you mentally? Only sometimes when I feel I, like even right now, I'm like I have to, I am speaking for myself, but I do feel like I need to represent an entire group of people. I want people to be able to have jobs next year on Abbott. I want to make sure the show keeps going. So I want to try to present myself on behalf of the entire production. Um, and besides that, no, because everybody else is so good at their jobs that it made my life so much easier. It made it easier to delegate, to communicate, because everyone else was so fantastic. Yes, it's a lot of work and a lot of pressure, but I don't feel it because everyone rose to the occasion. What do you do to stay grounded? I play video games. Really? I, yep, I go bowling. Um, I see my family as much as I can. I talk to my family. 
constantly because my family is they, they're not like my sister still just like will make fun of me and I think I need that do you know what I mean mm -hmm. and um, they keep me very grounded just staying connected to them and honestly even staying connected to Philly like working with um, Philly organizations there's an organization called yeah Philly that I've been working with since uh, 2019 and that they work with youth in the area it's like an anti-gun violence um, initiative ran by uh, Philly kids. It's incredible. And I, just saying tapped in with the city and my family, I think really keeps me, keeps my feet on the ground. Do you feel success yet? I feel it in small ways. Like when I was like, I'm going to buy a cappuccino maker. I know that seems small to some people. Okay, balling. I like it. <laughs> but like little ways where I'm like, ooh. And then I call my business manager and they're like, Leave us alone. Buy the cappuccino maker. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, oh, okay. I thought. So little ways like that where I want to buy something. But I'm so used to being, I used to be broke for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. Those things seem big to me. This, I wasn't doing this last year. I was afraid to talk to you, actually. I was like afraid. Because your show sometimes you're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I have to talk to Charlemagne. And I was like, but that, that's also a good sign of doing something. <laughs> I don't want that reputation, by the way. <laughs> no, no positive affirmations for me, huh? You just, this you has know. been nice. <laughs> this has been lovely. This is positive, right? Absolutely. This has been lovely. I, I have had such it. a good time, yeah. Final question. What does Quinta ultimately want to do? What do you want out of all of this? I hope that after, you know, the show finishes airing it will have it will have made something in the world just a little bit better mm -hmm. and i don't want to do that by putting it in the show i just want people to have a good time watching it i want them to leave thinking about the human condition a little bit more mm. um, as you can see we've we've started doing our part with helping with schools and so we've got that covered but if other people are inspired to go um, you know, help in any way they can with schools. That's incredible. I love when people like just tell me, hey, I made a donation today or hey, I checked into a meeting, a local meeting about because anyone can go to these meetings for schools at, you know, government meetings or whatever. All of that makes me really happy. Um, and other than that, I'd like a farm eventually. Oh, so I'm working toward that nice farm. I'll live in L.A. and I'll live in the city and stuff. But one day I want to retire and you will never see me again. Why a farm? not a farm everything's going to shit. i want to grow my own food <laughs> i want to have a compound and uh you know have some animals and so that's my plan all right well quinta it was a pleasure and i just want to continue to see you grow Thank and evolve you. this I love, was lovely I'm, i hope so it was i'm like this was a wonderful experience this alone changed your perception of me you hated me i didn't know what did you think of me quinta matter of fact don't answer that <laughs> i don't want to know you know what i don't want to know for my own confidence sake okay yes thank you quinta thank you the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our Audible pick of the day is The Big Lie, an Audible original starring John Hamm. It's about three filmmakers producing a controversial movie in Hollywood during the 1950s. Start listening with a free 30-day Audible trial at audible.com slash breakfast. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking, uh, do you have rules for your funeral? Now, this came from uh, a grandma that posted this on TikTok. <laughs> she a grandma, grandma too. She not a fifty-something year old, sixty-something year old grandma. <laughs> she a grandma, grandma. These are my rules at my funeral. 
Listen up. You could cry, but don't cry too much. Don't make a fool of yourself. Bertha is not invited. Don't let her in. And you better get drunk afterward. Take a shot for me. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Do you have rules for your funeral? Hello, who's this? It's Brianna. Hey, Brianna. Peace, you got, Brianna. You got some rules for your funeral? I do. So this might be real petty and even evil-spirited, but I have a living will and causes that says my mama cannot come to my funeral at all. Wow. Why? And this is because she and I have not had a relationship since I was 17, and she has never wished me well. She's never done anything loving for me while I've been on this earth. But you can't stand over my body while I'm dead. No, nah, you can't give me that energy while I'm alive. You can't come to my funeral. Have y'all tried to fix it in any way, Queen? Y'all been to any therapy as a, as a family or anything? Oh, yeah, we, we tried. You know, when I turned 30 last year and when it came to the point of her being accountable and just being an adult for certain things that she did wrong as a parent, to her, she did everything she could. She was the best mother. There's no wrong that she did. So things ended again. So. Wow. Damn. Yeah. I respect it. You, you know, I, sometimes when you pray to God to take negativity out your life, you know, he not he he's he swinging at, he's not just swinging at spirits. He's swinging at people and things that are the embodiment That's of that negativity. Thing. And it can be your mom. It can be your dad. It can be people that you think you supposed to love forever. Yep. I mean, it's even my mom. And anybody that's with her that wants to gossip and come, you can't come either. And if y'all let her come, and I see y'all in the afterlife in paradise, I'm coming to find y'all. Oh, that, goodness gracious. Goodbye. It's on. It's on. Bye. You know how petty you got to be to hold a grudge into the afterlife? <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Caden. How y'all doing? Caden, what's going on, brother? Not much, man. I'm just here at work. All right. So we're asking, do you have uh, rules for your funeral? Oh, uh, yes, sir. So everyone's got to wear a Halloween costume. Okay. And including my dad, he's got to wear the Grim Reaper costume. What? You want him to wear the Grim Reaper costume? I'm going to make my dad wear the Grim Reaper costume, And yeah. then what do you want them to do while they're there in costumes? I don't know. I'm not going to be there and mediate anything, so <laughs> I'm not going to be too bothered by it. Why would your dad still be alive? Oh, uh, if, if. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is the crazy thing. We we planning these things and we saying things like, oh, anything, you know, things happen so unexpectedly, but you sure is making plans for other people like they're going to be here. Yeah, I just need one person to wear a Grim Reaper costume. Like <laughs> yeah. He done changed it now. He's like, you know what? My dad might die before me. That's usually how it works. I mean, that's how it's supposed to work. Parents die before the kids, sir. Yeah, stuff happens sometimes. It does. All right. Well, you have a good one, sir. Hello, who's this? It's Tone from Far Rock, Queens. Tone from Queens. Queens, what up, brother? Ain't nothing regular. So Ain't nothing regular. <laughs> <laughs> What's goody? What's goody, bro? Regular, um, just come to, come to my wake high when you're telling me about. Oh, Lord have mercy. How old are you, sir? 40, 40 what? 42. Yeah, exactly. 42-year-olds quote things like that. Come to my wake high when you're hey, telling me about. You don't want them high at your wake. They probably will be, though. because anything else is fake. True. I'm not mad at it. All right. Well, you have a good one, sir. You know what I'm saying? Okay. No, but you have a good one. Queens of the day. That's a rap. That's a lyric. I know, I know. I know. Who is that? Come to my wig. That's Biggie, right? I think that's Biggie. All right. Well, what's the, what's the moral of the story, guys? I, I don't know if there is a moral to the story. I mean, everybody's doing some pre-planning. You know, I'm not mad at it. I'm just not thinking about stuff like that right now. I'm thinking about living. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This Power 105.1 The Breakfast Club Your mornings will never be the same Morning everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy We are The Breakfast Club, we got a special guest in the building Come on now We got Trick Daddy Welcome <laughs> What they do T-double D It's been a minute man What's up with you man so, Trick Daddy, what's been going on, man? I don't know. You know, same thing. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? Just representing, you know? Mm-hmm. The music game is a lot different. Mm-hmm. So, I do less music and I just get in the bag all different other kinds of way now. We've been seeing. I was just talking to Duval the other day. Me and Duval was talking about, like, the best lyricists from the South. And I said, man, you got to throw Trick in there, too, now. Do you think you Duval get... didn't say my name? <laughs> well, no, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. He, he said... <laughs> Yep. <laughs> he actually said, who do you say? He said, uh, 
T.I., which I agree, he said T.I. and Ross. And then um, I was like, man, you got to throw Trick in there too lyrically now. And he was like, yeah, 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 lyrically, you throw Trick in there. Lyrically, I think I'm number one. And I never I never put myself number one. Mm-hmm. Because I can't be my own favorite rapper, but I I know lyrically I, I, I consider myself as number one tied with Scarface. Face, face. definitely Face. We have right. Face, definitely have Face in there. I, I can say tied with Scarface because I I, I I know I'm a bigger fan of his than he was of me because mm-hmm. I was listening to him 10 years before I That's decided right. to do music. That's right. So I never forget where I come from. Mm-hmm. But at least you get in the bags, though, doing things that make sense, right? That you right. really love, like the cooking show, right? which we were just talking about. I said, when I come on there, I want to do something vegan. What that is? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it don't even got it. Could be all fruits and vegetables. It don't got to be no fake meat. You cook, so you don't eat like seafood. No, I don't eat seafood. You're straight vegan. When no, I'm not a vegan. I'm Trick, not you a can vegan. make a nice tall salad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, but that's another thing. We don't have to go on a show to get a, a salad tall. <laughs> I guess uh, vegetables with right. no meat. Uh, I could do that. Yeah, I think that'd be a good challenge to see. That's not going to be interesting, but I can do <laughs> Why it. Why not? I think it is. Because look, if, think about all the things that you could cook. Like if you had to come up with a meal for somebody who was a vegetarian, right? What would you come up with? Uh, man, I'd probably cook up some cabbage, some rice. Yeah, but even in the South, we put turkey sausage in the cabbage. Some people put bacon. <laughs> I, I like I, turkey I, sausage. I mean, okay, with the, even the thing like like at, at Sundays, we use turkey. That's right. For mm-hmm. the pot meat. Mm-hmm. So we put it in the stream beans, we put it in the collard greens. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of hard, but we figured out a way to give it its seasoning without the pork. Yeah. Because the oldest people in my family eat pork. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't never stopped eating pork. And I heard that some things you don't get sick until you stop doing it. Right. They said they said pork is like heroin. The hardest thing to do is to get off of it. And I like bacon and pork chop is my two favorite meat. But I respect the way people decide they want to eat, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, healthy these days. And so we don't put pork in there. If you want pork, the only pork we got is the pork chop and you have to order that and we cook it separate. But I guess yeah. but you say no meat? I'm like, damn, you like no meat. Yeah. Is there anything you don't eat? And that's a general no, question. No, I do everything. Toes, everything. <laughs> yeah, if, you eat, if you eat the b- again, you can't say yeah, you don't eat much. Yeah, I eat everything. And when everything. I come on the show, I, whatever you make, I I, I eat pork. Like, and I, I eat pork, I, I eat bacon, I, I, I say, I say, what Emmy eat? He said, no, Emmy say he eat everything. I say, good. <laughs> it, 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 don't, it don't matter. Bro. You do it at the restaurant? Secret? No, well, we do it. No, we got, actually, CO, this this my executive producer. Okay. So, somebody who talked me into doing it, because mm-hmm. I... I, I you know I used, to, I used to mess around a little bit mm-hmm. on 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 social media mm-hmm. and be screaming bitch I got my boss and everybody like got used to it so he was like we doing a cooking show together I'm doing it I was like what we gonna do with that and we was looking around for a whole year he was like you know what him and my other boy EJ he was like EJ me and you gonna do we gonna do this this and, this. and I said listen I just what I'm gonna do because I keep it real because a lot of people don't let their friends eat but I'm a, like I'm a LeBron James mm-hmm. to the rap game mm-hmm. if you bring something to the table we gonna have. That's real. Mm-hmm. So they own half of it, and I own the other half. They built the kitchen. I bring the talent, my expertise, and we go from there. So we actually built our own kitchen studio. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hard. It's on Facebook, right? Facebook Live. It's on Facebook. It's on um, YouTube. And we we, we, we we just got a deal. Well, we, we, we're, a working deal. A deal. we're working on a deal. We're working on a deal with Fox Soul. Fox Soul. 
So when Fox so they came to me with something I wasn't used to. They was like, well, we going to put a couple episodes on there and see. I was like, check this out. Hold on. <laughs> I'm down there 50 years old. I'm not with all that pilot stuff. If you believe in me, believe in me. But CO and Chronic talked me into it. So I said, okay, well, we're going to try it. You're going to put a couple up. So I want to, you know, you started doing mornings at one time right. in Miami. You were in Trina with, with, with Mac. And you know Mac started here with us. Yeah, 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 Mac, yeah, Mac, yeah. Mac, was a, Mac was a huge fan of the show. Me and Mac watch, watch and listen to y'all all the time. Mac so, was so what happened with show. the show? Because we thought the show was hilarious. What happened to the show is we got some young, we got some young um, billionaires that own a lot of these record companies and TV companies. They don't have a clue about the hell going on with the culture. And what they do is they add up the math. And our contract was ended in two years, and they was gonna have to get some more money up, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they gave us our severance, and and then the severance <laughs> is. You don't get fired. They pay you not to go nowhere else for so so long. Yeah, not so to I'm coming back to radio. I'm going back to radio, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be bigger and, and blacker on radio <laughs> because a lot of a lot of older women. I was surprised a lot of older women love the show because mm-hmm. it's, it, it's authentic. When you got a morning show, like y'all actually reach out to the people. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. when you when you, in the mornings people want to hear interesting topics. That's right. They don't want to hear the, the news that you already talked about last week. Mm-hmm. And I noticed y'all at the Breakfast Club, y'all never bring back up old topics. Mm-hmm. Just keep it moving. Right. And we don't assassinate characters. We're mm-hmm. not into assassinating characters. Right. Somebody come not sure want to bring up something, okay, fine, you can bring it up. If the person they talking about want to address it, come on, you'll let you address it, but I'm not doing it. I'm not Chris rocking you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Damn, Damn, that's what it's called now, Chris yeah, rocking Yeah, they already came Damn, trick. <laughs> Why you call it that? <laughs> because regardless if Chris Rock was reading the teleprompter or if Chris Rock made it up, if him and Will was cool, then find you somebody else to clown. I'm not. I'm. I, I am not one of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people was like, "Well, why did Will wait so long?" Because it probably didn't. It probably didn't dawn to, on him the, the the different things that you know, you can't tell a person how to react to when it comes to their family all. anyway. Absolutely. There's no limit mm-hmm. to how you act. And the 10-year ban, oh, well, it took them 20 years to give them an award. <laughs> right. You, you know what I'm saying? You ever had a late reaction to something and then reacted violently? I don't think I had. The late reaction I had one time was gonorrhea. I thought I was personally oh fine. And I found out she burnt me three days later. But Damn. That's <laughs> the only late reaction I ever had. <laughs> but I, I react. Right at the moment. Now back hate, up I, for a second. So this gonorrhea thing. She heard gonorrhea. Back up. For it a takes three days for you to the the up. Did you know who it was? Immediately. No, but I had a, I had because I had two girls. Mm-hmm. Well, I had one girl, then I had this other dude girl. But it was, it, was, it was funny. It was funny. It was funny. It was sad at first. It became funny because in Miami at that time, if you caught a VD, a venereal disease, right? Mm-hmm. They asked you, well, did you have group sex? Who you had it with? And then they had these health department vans that would go get them. And wow. I put all my homeboys' name on the list. And they, <laughs> and they came to the school and got them. They come right to your school and get you. Oh did they God. get you, CO? Nah. Nah, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did you tell the women, like, listen, just you should go get tested? Because what a lot of people don't know with um, sexually transmitted diseases such as gonorrhea, mm-hmm. If you don't tell the girl you had sex with that 
I got something, or you possibly gave me something, or I gave you something, then y'all keep passing it around. Mm-hmm. That's right. So you have to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do the earwax test back in the day? You geeky. You know well, the earwax test, I did it a lot of times, but I don't think it worked. Okay. I don't think so. So, so you heard about this earwax Come test. Come on now. Yes, that's a, that's a geeky thing. You'll know, you know if they got something, if you stick your finger in your ear, then insert it. That's right. You and put it in the pool, pool, and if she jump, if she, she got jump, something. She got something. I, I thought you was making that up. No. All right, we got more with Trick Daddy when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Trick Daddy. Yee. So, Trick Daddy, what are your thoughts about what's going on in Florida and politics? You know, they have the don't say gay law. Then they got the abortion thing that Mm -hmm. they got going on. I just believe that comedians, if they can say what they want to say, I can say what I want to say. I believe that if... uh, I don't. I, I don't approve in same-sex marriages, adopting kids, and raising them, thinking that they're going to be normal. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that. But it's my opinion. But for you to tell me I have to have this baby, it's some parents that's unfit, man, mm-hmm. and that's what's wrong with the kids, the parents, because it start at the house. So I think. I think women and men should be evaluated so they before they even be able to have a baby. Because, no, I, I, I can see that. No, I, I, I think with the gay thing, though, it's so like too. it's like what is the definition of normal nowadays? Though? Right. I mean, because they want they put it in every show, mm-hmm. they drill it in every show. But as a comedian, I can't joke about it if I was a comedian. But as a person that's against it, I couldn't speak out about it. You know, I, I'm not. I, I have a. Are you against it? You I, not, I don't I think you're against it. I have a sister that's my brother, and I have an aunt that's my uncle. Mm-hmm. So it's in your family. I don't. I, I'm not, and I don't have no problem with my general manager. My restaurant is a gay man, and we hang together. We go to the club, and they're together, all normal. And it, uh, nobody never. But, I that, but that's that why language are, is important. You can't say against that are it. Homophobic. I believe that they believe in their heart that they have gay tendencies. Mm-hmm. When you say homophobic, but at certain age, kids. Leave it out of kids. Leave it away from the kids. So you against the kids? Like yes, you want the kids to be able kid. to make up their own mind when they get older? You have, all right, for instance, you went to college. Went no, to, I didn't. He, he didn't go to college. Look at me. Look at me. You, 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 went, college. College. you went the wrong no way. I ain't going to no damn college, Trish. <laughs> 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 Do I strike you as the type to go to college? I ain't going to no I college. Thought, I, I could have sworn be, because you are well-spoken. I, I thought, well, you got, okay, well, Envy. You went to college. Yes, sir. It took a lot to get to college. You had to finish high school. Correct. You have to listen and believe in your parents. Correct. You have to pass tests to get to college. Correct. And you have to remain in college by keeping a certain GPA yes. and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Finish college. Right. Did you go to college for anything dealing with radio? No. That's crazy, right? Yes. But you still want your kids to go to college because you want them to have all the opportunity, the best opportunities in the world. Yep. When I grew up, ass whoopers was the thing that kept us in line in That's my right. generation. I'm That's a right. 70s baby. Me too. That's right. Like, I, I, I feared God. The police. And, and picking my that mama. switch. Picking that switch. Yeah, you had to go pick your own switch, right? <laughs> These days, I don't believe kids should be involved the same way we were raised. Stay out of grown people's mouths. Stay mm-hmm. out of grown people's conversation. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the, still the same thing that we need to go on with. Mm-hmm. I, 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 time change. No, you're changing, okay? And another thing, I don't think that these women uh, drop the baby off to the man. Oh, you going to keep my baby? No. What if your baby daddy is not capable of keeping a child. You're endangering this child life just to say, oh, oh, I made him keep my baby. Second thing, social media. You had a two-year-old phone. Y'all got a two-year-old in your family? A two-year-old get that phone and operate it like a, a, a scientist. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think a child should only have a phone 
when they're not with their parents in case of emergency. Once your child come home, I think you should turn your phone in because they learn a lot of the bad things mm -hmm. on the internet and in that telephone. Mm -hmm. well, I do that. I agree with my, that. I take my 13-year-old phone. They should have on. no social media. If they're not an actor, if they're not an entertainer, if they're not selling nothing online, they don't need no social media. I they agree. don't need none of that. And a lot of these parents are sitting here letting the internet, letting a new quote-unquote culture Raise their kids. Babysit their kids. That's Absolutely. Right. And, and, and that's not thing. My mama, know what my mama did? Is babysitter. Five years old, know what my mama did? Mm. And you know what I'm talking about. Lock my door and don't open it for nobody. That's right. <laughs> babysitter nanny? I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't know what a babysitter was. That's child abuse now. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't be kids no. at home. No, for real. You got to wait till they get home, especially after that's school. that's how I learned how to cook. That's how I learned how to clean. <laughs> that's what I learned responsibilities for my mama giving them to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, some people say, oh, I don't let my boys wash dishes. Oh, yeah, I don't care what she is. You wash dishes. You washing them damn dishes. But you still got That's gonorrhea. Right. I got gonorrhea no, for I got gonorrhea from a girl who mama ain't wash her dishes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wash mine. But you know what's so crazy about that? When you we, we used to get to stay home because people wasn't as crazy. Nowadays right. you can't just leave the kids home because people is crazy. But 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 but, but, but Charlamagne, I've been I watch I watch CNN. Mm -hmm. Do it seem like people is just ready to kill you? Like, everybody just ready to kill now. Yeah, absolutely. Like, nobody have no type yeah. of feelings when it comes to life. Yeah. They don't fear God anymore. Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. Like, this world, this world crazy, man. We, we need to get, my thing, what I tell women, first thing you need to do is, gender reveals, stop it. Mm -hmm. Because my mama ain't know what she was having. The only way my mama knew is like a Geechee thing, is the, the boys sit high, the girl sit. The girl sit high. The boy sit low. That's how my mama knew. Yeah, that don't work. It no. was saying like it was saying like it's a girl. It's you a right boy. Though. Those sayings don't exist no more. They spend five thousand dollars. They have a celebration called a gender reveal. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, but you can find out what type of child you have when you go to the doctor, right? Don't they ask you? Okay. Yeah, but, but, kids, but, 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 but you 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 supposed to not want to know. Okay. But what I was getting at, they get they do the five thousand on the gender reveal. Mm -hmm. They spent ten thousand on the baby shower, mm -hmm. which used to be after the baby was born. The baby shower was to shower the baby with gifts, mm -hmm. and the men didn't go. And the baby first party, they spent another fifteen thousand. <laughs> Now they done spent thirty thousand on a one year old, and they got no insurance, mm -hmm. no health insurance, yeah. no college fund, mm -hmm. none of that for the fucking baby, yo. Mm -hmm. None of that, mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of crazy now because now the kids, there are more kids being born today that parents aren't together. Your mom and father grew up together. Yep. I, I can tell by your complexion that that happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I can tell by your complexion. But he's Dominican. I'm not Dominican. He's Dominican. Black, he's Dominican. Black, no, he's Dominican. He's Dominican. Black, black, black. He's Dominican. I'm black, black. You, you read. So listen. So look. So look. So nobody's perfect. Mm -hmm. We're born imperfect in an imperfect world. We just evolving every day. That's all. Right. Correct. We, and, we, and we still learning. Mm -hmm. The hardest thing for me to learn is when people accept the things that ain't right. Mm -hmm. I'm not accepting nothing that ain't right. I'm saying something about it. I don't care if they try to cancel me. I don't give a damn. You can't cancel me. I can't be exposed. This dude, Whack 100, put something on Clubhouse the other day talking about, oh, I'm an exposed tree. You're going to get you and your family hurt. You're not, you can't expose me. There's nothing about me private. 
I, I I represent the people. I represent my city to the fullest. I have no other sports team outside of Miami, and I don't think no other city is raw than my city. But when I go to your city, I'm going to respect your city, and I'm going to enjoy myself and go back so I can be able to go back home. Mm -hmm. You can't expose nothing real. So whack you, whack, you the manager to a rat. Use a troll that make money off internet. You can't expose me. All you can do is get me locked up until I bond out. Why? Uh, what, what is? What is he talking about exposing? Where did that like, come from? And where, yeah, because, where did that come from? Because he is just he's just a he's a troll. Y'all never get. I be on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is something that's big. Like mm -hmm. and, and he he has rooms where he's always talking about other people's business. We don't talk about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think the internet is supposed. You supposed to die off the internet. I don't think you supposed to hurt nobody feelings on the internet. I think you supposed to. I think that's where people put the meet up and learn different things and, and experience different things in life. And that's what I think it's, it's supposed to be about. That's it. how it started. That's how Twitter and all that started. It was fun. It was entertaining. You would meet people, but then it just now took you a got turn. people. Now you got people like some people don't have, some people not stronger than other people. You can't talk about people. You can talk about me. You, what you go? All you going to get is beat up. Well, don't move. We got more with Trick Daddy when we come back. Let's get into a Trick Daddy mini mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Trick Daddy. Yee. We've been watching you on Love and Hip Hop. Uh huh. And you've been putting it all out there. And I was wondering about your feelings about divorce in general. Is that something that you feel I'm like probably, you would have stayed I'm, married? I probably, I'm probably, the only way I get divorced, if, if my girl want me to. Marry her. <laughs> what? Okay. What do you mean, Trick? I, I, I'm so I mean, confused. I'm like a, in my mind right now, I'm like a Duke point guard. One and done. One marriage and done. One marriage and done. That's it. So mm -hmm. what do you mean, my girl marry her? Don't you got to be already be married to get divorced? No. I'm already married. He's yeah, married. Yeah. I, I never got divorced, but in order for me to divorce Joy, I would have to be ready for to get married again. Well, what so about if she wants a divorce? She does, right? That's what she say, but she used my name. If she wanted a divorce, she didn't stop using my name. Oh, the oh, young. And then she yeah. and then, right. And then she going around messing with all these these dudes trying to find me. I'm right here. You, you, they, they, they'll never be me. You can't melt them and pour them on me. But it doesn't feel like <laughs> to me. It doesn't feel like you because you guys have been separated for a while. So yeah. you, you do you. She does her thing. Right. Right. And, and leave it like that. So you just want to just stay married? She going to hell with me for that's adultery. God damn, Trick. <laughs> that's adultery. I don't understand Lord it. Have mercy. Well, I I know I, I but I, I allow her to date. Okay. She's allowed to date. <laughs> she allow her because at one at one point I thought you were gonna well, do well, the if divorce. If I said she don't date, I would terrorize the person she date and make them not want to date her at at the least. I allow her to date. She allows I, you to date. Well, I'm from the side where they don't really. We ran our household, you know. We ran our house. Mm -hmm. The men, the men ran our house. City girls down real bad right now. You know what I mean? City girls. But you had a whole right divorce now. party. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I, but 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 she had had three or four failed relationships before my divorce party. Is that because of you terrorizing? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. I, I stay. She actually. I thought she wanted to be my friend because she said, you know, it hurt me when I come somewhere and you leave. Like, you don't have to do that. We can still be cool. And I thought she wanted to be my friend. But mm -hmm. then every time I do something or say something, she take it personal and start speaking to me like I'm not a child, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't, mm -hmm. don't do me like, if you're going to be my friend, be my friend. But now I, I need to start evaluating these dudes who you mess with because these is my boyfriends and husbands-in-law. I'm, I'm his husband. Your boyfriend, <laughs> boyfriend I'm his husband-in-law. You got a boyfriend-in-law. <laughs> boyfriend-in-law. That's because, crazy. Because... That's my wife boyfriend. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. my boyfriend in law. 
I'm his girlfriend, husband, so I'm his husband alone. And we go, we go, we need to, we need to get along. You need to, and you need to take care of my wife. So what, what, what about when you get to the point where it's a dude that you can't terrorize? It's just this crazy trick. I'm not, but I, I don't. But why would you want to terrorize him? That's kind of like I, I, I never terrorize. Yeah. Him. I respect him, but they need to do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. That's just like I was. That's a, that's just like I'm, I'm messing with a married woman. Mm-hmm. I do anything in my power so it don't hurt her husband or it don't get back to her husband. That's my duty. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if he would you, he what, so you us off? What you doing? No, but what I'm saying, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not be calling her phone all time of right. nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna try to fight her. And well, he, he don't a- know what her husband is saying. Deni- if he asked her, you would deny it. Yes. <laughs> we got to get it right because oh I'm God. finding out it's somebody else involved. It ain't finna be three of us, though. <laughs> <laughs> she cheating on us. She yeah, cheating on us. Yeah. Like, 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 what is you not doing at the house that she's not happy, bro? Because I'm doing my part on the side. I'm the number one side in America. I know I'm doing my part. Like, tighten up, bro. I, I tell him to tighten up and tell her to tighten up. Man, tighten up for your husband to find out about us. <laughs> you know, I was laughing when you said the least can happen on social media is uh, you beat somebody up. Because you have uh, the smartest, the new gangster. It's an anti-violence forum for young adults <laughs> and accompanying parents. And you're doing that on your weekend for the uh, Trick Daddy and Friends concert. Right. 25th anniversary. Because because what I don't what I want. So, okay, so my, my thing is, I think kids fighting is healthy. Because mm-hmm. that's the problem. They don't know how to fight yeah, no yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They don't know how to fight. Mm-hmm. In Miami and a lot of urban areas in the, this country, 12 or 13 year olds got 30s and switches. That's sad. Man. The average killings that's been going on been done to and done by the age from the age of twelve to seventeen. Man. And they used to say, oh, the government bringing the guns in. I didn't used to believe it. I'm like, well, hold on now. It's a lot of guns. Mm-hmm. It's still hard to believe because okay, how they doing it, but they doing it. So I found that the kids are breaking the houses, breaking the cars. So if you own a weapon, them, you need yeah. to put your gun up, secure your gun, lock your gun, put it up so your son do not get your gun and go retaliate on somebody that hurt his feelings. Somebody that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I think yeah, it's I pre- social media too, though. Because you know when you got in a fight back when you were a kid, you got in a fight and it was over. Yeah. Right? But now it's... It can be online. That's right. That's right. Another week, another week. If you record my children get jumped on... I'm coming at you. Mm-hmm. Don't record my kids being jumped on, especially grown folk. Yeah, don't you break stop it up. Them. Yeah, That's stop right. them. Yeah, I prefer the fist fight over the guns, but I would rather us even find a better way to not even process our emotions with violence. Well, we got to know what we got to start back doing. We got to start back spending Christmases and Thanksgivings together. Families don't do that no more. Mm-hmm. Mm. These big corporations got to start back giving people the days off on the holidays. Mm-hmm. So they could be with their family. And if you got kids from different men, then you should let your baby daddy know, well, my child is going to be with me during Christmas. So if you want to come, come over. Therefore, you have to get back to even having babies from people that you at least going to be able to speak to five years from now. Mm-hmm. If if he a scammer or a drug dealer or a robber or he gangbanging, then that's not the dude you need to be having a baby with. And if you do, then he got to understand, my child ain't finna be around you. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a political debate. I feel like Trick laying out his policies. Because there's so many ways you could do it. There's a way for you to get respect from your kids. McDonald's, come on, man. They chicken nugget these kids to death. Mm-hmm. That's all they chicken nugget, chicken nugget. You go out to dinner, you go to a nice restaurant, they get their kids chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and fries. 
The French fries, yeah. I didn't bring you the out ketchup. to dinner mm-hmm. to order no chicken tender and fries. Bring the family together. Pray together. Mm-hmm. Go to church. Mm-hmm. Stop mm-hmm. letting your middle school and high school daughters talk about they got a boyfriend. No, you have a friend boy or a friend girl. <laughs> you don't have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. <laughs> Now you got some you got some now, backlash tr- a couple of uh, a years ago when you you talked about Beyonce can't sing. I well, 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 okay. Trick, so, you was tripping so, with so, that so, one. So, now. Okay, so here here's the thing. All right, I wasn't saying that Beyonce can't sing. Okay, because I've known Beyonce since they were fifteen, sixteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a lot of love and respect. Beyonce is a hell of an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Correct. But when I go when I when I put singers in the category, I'm talking about Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Understand. Adele. I'm talking about Shirley Murdoch. I'm talking about Stephanie Mills. I don't know about Adele. I think Beyonce can hang with Adele. I'm with you on everybody else, though. Whitney Houston, Stephanie Mills. Adele. Fan- Fantasia. Uh, uh, um, Stephanie Mills. That's a different kind of Patty LaBelle. I'm going to give you a perfect example. I'm going to say something that, that, that they ain't going to like again. Go ahead. Out of the 10 female R&B singers that came out in the last five years, mm-hmm. five of them sound alike. Okay, who are they? The Hers. Mm-hmm. The um, SZA. Uh, uh, SZA. Um, you think they the sound girl, like? uh, 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 what her name? Uh, uh, Janae Eichel. Janae Eichel. I can I can close my eyes and not know who they are. That don't mean I don't don't like them. That don't mean I don't like their talent. But if I had to pull a top ten, a top five, I wouldn't mention them. So what they did, they took a piece of a conversation what we had that talk that was all over the place, and you notice how long the the, the conversation was. Mm-hmm. They took that one piece mm-hmm. and they wanted to go viral, and it worked. And they wanted me to apologize. And I didn't feel like I had to apologize. That's your opinion. When I heard you explain it a little more, I understood what you were saying. Yeah. But people like Whitney and Stephanie, that's just different, man. That's that's, that's, right. different. that's an otherworldly talent, and Beyonce's an otherworldly talent too. But that's like, a different. I don't think. Like I don't think. Um, now who wanted you to apologize? Who you say bought these chairs? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. I don't think he's funny. God damn, Trick. Why are you shooting <laughs> at everybody this morning? Why? Why? What is because, the reason for this? I grew up on Red Fox and right. Robin Harris and, and, and Eddie Murphy and, and, and Chris Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. You notice the say you say you say you don't like what Wack do on Clubhouse. You doing the same thing right now. But 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 but, but he's not. What well, Wack is targeting people. I'm giving my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay. We ain't asked for it. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Cat Williams. But this is unpopular opinion moment right, right now. Okay. Right? Okay. I don't okay. think Cat Williams is funny. No, you tripping. The only time that. I thought Cat Williams was funny when that little fourteen year old had him in the, the chokehold. Oh God gosh, damn, Trick. What did Cat do to you? Why are you doing this? <laughs> he didn't do nothing to me. I, I think that. I just don't think he's funny. I think Cat and Kevin funny, funny, funny as hell. Funny. But for the record, I love and respect Beyonce and everything she she ever done. Who wanted you to apologize when you said they wanted me to apologize? Oh, the Beehive. Okay, the because because they don't know what the Beehive. Not the Beehive. It's, it's my, my, a couple of my business partners, mm-hmm. a couple of my friends, a couple of older women in my family. They were like, maybe you should just apologize because, they, you know. And I was like, apologizing is, you're not supposed to apologize unless For you did opinion. something wrong and you know you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Is this an opinion? I, it's, it's an opinion. And, and I, I had, with no intentions on hurting nobody's feelings mm-hmm. or nothing like that. But. I like who I like. Man, make sure y'all go check out Trick Daddy and Friends concert. Trick! Yes. April 15th to the 17th, man. Yes. Bitch, I got my pots. Make Bitch, sure you watch that. <laughs> I, got the, I got the pot line, the, the, the cooking on um, utensil <laughs> line. The I season. can't wait for our vegetarian episode. That's going to be amazing. Trick, you got to hit the dance for us one time before you leave, man. So so the dance, the, so the throw the dance is usually like this, but I do it. 
Like, yeah, you can see that, yeah. Turn it up. Turn it up. That's it, man. That's it. Come on, trick, man. Come to the concert. You can see it in person. You saving it for the weekend? Come see it a lot, man. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Trick Daddy, CEO. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Well, Donkey of the day for Monday, March 30th goes to a Miami man named William Carroll. First of all, what does your Uncle Shala always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. That is a fact. But one thing I don't do enough is salute the great city of Miami. Drop one of the clues bombs from Miami. The 305. One of the greatest places on the planet. We don't discuss Miami enough. I know y'all like to go down there for the weather and the beaches and the licking. Okay, in the nightlife, but Miami has contributed so much to the culture of hip-hop. Drop on the clues bombs for Uncle Luke and the Two Life Crew. Top five rap group of all time. Uncle Luke is a whole legend and should always be respected as such. Y'all wouldn't have parental advisory stickers on albums if it wasn't for Uncle Luke. Uncle Luke, you know, was considered obscene, okay, and went against Congress to fight for the First Amendment. Artist freedom of speech, he really fought for that, okay? America labeled him explicit, which led to the mandatory parental advisory sticker you see on music now with offensive content, okay? That impacted all musical genres, by the way, not just hip-hop, all right? He fought for the right to tell big booty hoes, you ain't nothing but a hoochie mama. You hear me? He fought for the right to tell Asian women all around the world, me so horny. Uncle Luke, you hear me? Uncle Luke fought for the right to tell you that Cap D is coming. And at some point after he comes, you're going to have to put your hands up high, your ass down low, and drop that boom boom to the floor. That's right, don't even I still got them knees, you hear what I'm saying? That was a good era. Don't play no more. That's okay. what I'm saying. Don't play no more. That was a good era. Have we all grown now? Yes. Do we all realize that, you know, the music was misogynistic and sexist? Yes. But can we all admit that problematic music slapped? Okay. <laughs> and it wouldn't be the same without the toxicity. And you are a liar. If you say you hear that music now and it doesn't make you feel good, okay? Drop one of the clues bombs for Uncle Luke. All right? I still listen to I Wanna Rock right now. I literally mean right now. Like, that's my joint, okay? This man, Uncle Luke, had us screaming the color of feces for no damn reason, okay? Proudly screaming out what the color of feces was just because some of y'all doo might be green, okay? Sometimes. Might even be a little hint of red, depending on if you got hemorrhoids or how much fun you had in the bedroom the night before. But it's universally known that doo-doo is brown because of the legend named Lufa Campbell. And that's why we are gathered here today, ladies and gentlemen, to discuss doo-doo, okay? See, William Carroll is a robber who is currently facing charges of armed robbery and battery. See, a woman was walking her dog in Miami's Edgewater neighborhood. She was picking up her dog's poop when William Carroll pulled up with a knife. No need to listen to me because I need to catch my breath anyway. 
Okay, well, let's go to NBC6 South Florida for the report, please. What was supposed to be a quick dog walk Monday night turned into a violent attack. Police say a woman was attacked and robbed on her way back home after walking her dog. She stopped on the stairs to her condo to pick up the dog's waist when a man allegedly came from behind with a knife and strangled her, then allegedly stole her backpack and wallet. Police caught Carol a few blocks away, out of breath, and they say with the victim's credit cards nearby. He told detectives he didn't do it, but police say he didn't realize he was wearing one of the biggest pieces of evidence, which came from the dog, literally. The police report states a brownish stain was seen on the <laughs> defendant's shirt matching the dog poop from the scene. Mm -mm. Mm. William Carroll is in jail because, number one, he's a robber, but number two, because of doo-doo. All right? This woman had the wherewithal or maybe, you know, just in her fighting a little, she got enough doo-doo on him for cops to notice he had a dog poop stain on his shirt. First of all, you're not just about to blend in when you got doo-doo on you. Okay, even if the clothes you are wearing are indeed a doo-doo brown color, the smell, my G, okay, the odor. We've all had dog poop on our shoe at some point in life. You can't escape that funky-ass fragrance, all right? Think about the time you had to take uh, cleaning, doo-doo off your shoes in life. Mm -mm. So imagine walking around with it on your shirt. You throw the whole shirt away. Clearly, William, 62 years old, robbing folks at knife point, couldn't afford to throw his shirt away. But the fact you just decided to go to the cultural institution known as Pizza Hut with doo-doo on your shirt. Sir, respect yourself, but also respect the home of the Book It program. You can't just walk up in Pizza Hut with doo-doo on your shirt and get you a personal pan pie and keep it moving. And furthermore, how stink are you on a regular basis that you don't even notice you got doo-doo on your shirt? Not only did he have doo-doo on his shirt, the officers found the victim's belongings and the knife. So it's an open and shut case. Now, William Carroll is currently in the Turner Gofield Knight Correctional Center. All you brothers in that facility who are listening to The Breakfast Club this morning, you're listening to Charlemagne the God deliver this donkey of the day. If you don't see that man, William Carroll, and say, don't stop, pop that bussy. Let me see you doo-doo brown. If y'all not calling that man doo-doo brown for the rest of his life, for the rest of his stay in that facility, then y'all have collectively failed Miami-Dade County. I'm not saying harass the man. I'm just saying his life your entertainment, okay? Y'all just trying to kill some time behind those walls and him ending up there because, one, he made the poor choice to rob and steal, and two, because of doo-doo. It's just too much comedy gold to not let the jokes fly. Please give William Carroll, a.k.a. Doo-Doo Brown, the biggest hee-haw. Uh, uh, I'm tired, man. A little bit. You sweating? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> let that, that goddamn, let that damn, uh, that's, that pop, that scarred fly one more time, though. Uh-oh. Go, 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 go. Get low. Oh, get low. Oh, low. Megan got nothing on you. Keep going. I'm glad you know. I'm glad you know. Why can't y'all just admit? Y'all be out here judging these kids. Listen. Y'all be out here trying to act so woke, judging these kids for the content of their music. And that's what we grew up on. Okay? You need oxygen, bro. Our era was so toxic and so problematic, but so damn fun. Okay? All right. Do you even have those classic tunes without the toxicity? Huh? Drink some water.
<laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, all right. Okay? Don't think I'm not fine. <laughs> all right. I am fine. You hear me? All right. I am 43 you with need- the knees of a 41-year-old. <laughs> look like you need a little <laughs> look like you need a little bang game. <laughs> what? I did say pop that bussy. You know what? So who been gay? (laughs) (laughs) The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Power 105.1 The Breakfast Club Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God Come on 
Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is you, God. You, God. What's up? What's your question for Yee? You, God. Yeah. From Wu-Tang? Yes, you, God. Nah, not at all. From the South Bronx. Okay. Okay, so um, I'm in this relationship, right? And I've been in a relationship for about nine months. You know, everything is lovey-dovey, peachy. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I, I, you know, I give leeway. You know what I'm saying? But now, she, you know how you say that the saying goes, you give a finger, they take an arm? You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to, like, so listen, be easy. You know, we all good. You know, I ain't in the nothing else. Like, you know what I'm saying? So what can, what can I tell her? Because I try to tell her, like, yo, be easy. And she don't even, like... Like, give me an example of what she does. She'll be like, babe, wear this. No, wear this. You see, you don't want to wear this. Things like that. You know what I'm saying? Order this. Oh, I don't want you to eat chicken. I want you to eat salmon. Okay. Things like that. So she's trying to be too controlling. Too, very controlling. And how do you You respond? Okay. You just say okay. I don't want no. I don't want the back and forth. I don't want to get in. I had too many problems, now, so I don't even to alleviate all the problems and the headaches. I let it be. You know. You know. You can't. Problems. You can't do that because it bothers you, right? And it's still early in the relationship, and you're really setting the standard for what your relationship will be like. And if you want it to be successful, and there's something that bothers you, you have to address it, or she'll think you're okay with it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I don't know. I just don't want to ruin the relationship because I really like the woman, you know. We good. You know, everything is good. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to ruin this. You know? Well, you maybe but you shouldn't you. don't say okay when she tells you to do something that you don't want to do. Okay. Okay. See, you I just did it to it. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you have to, you know, and you don't have to do it in a mean way. You can just say, if she tells you, look, I don't want you to get chicken, get the salmon. You can say, uh, actually, I'm going to have the chicken today. Sheesh, you know. Why don't you have the chicken too? Like, you got to, but you can't just let this no. continue to go on. You got to speak up for yourself now. And you got to let her know, you know, if, it bo- and if it's something that bothers you, you should tell her. You should be like, look, I love, you know, the time that we've been spending together. I can see a future for us, but you got to just give me a little bit of, of space for me to make my own decisions about things that I want to do. Okay. Okay. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I, can I say one more thing before y'all let me go? Yep. It's the Charlemagne the God. You know what I'm saying? Um, at first, I didn't really like Charlemagne, but as I, you know, you, you, you can't judge a book by its cover. You know what I'm saying? And every time I listen to Charlemagne, he sounds just like me. <laughs> Leonard, I'm 43 years old too. You know what I'm saying? And you so correct, man. I respect you, and I love you, brother. Word up. Love you, All right. Man. All right. Well, thank you. Good luck with everything. Speak up for yourself. Ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Positions, you feel surrounded. Tell me where.
Advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is C. Hey, what's your question for Yee? Um, hi, Yee. Okay, so long story short, I wanted to ask you if you're seeing this guy and you're all in with him, which I was, and he wanted to test you to see how you would react in a situation. Um, like given I was all in and he wasn't just yet, so he wanted to do a little test. Is he there okay. right now? Yes, he is. Okay, so um, what did he do to you? Uh, he basically told me to get out at one o'clock in the morning and I her loyalty to me and how she was all reacting in a situation. In a heated situation, so he wanted to tell me to get out at twelve o'clock at night and had a dead straight face and let me go ahead and do so but i was like i I was all in with you and are you serious right now and he was like yes i'm like really like like f you i was all in like i wasn't holding anything back and like everything was just a god would you let her talk it was self-inflicted i told him because like if you're going to test somebody why would you test them that way and yes i was upset yes i test you out because you made me feel like everything i did was a facade like it was like all a lie and you just look at me dead in my eyes and want to tell me to get out. He's like, well, you know I would never do that for real. You should have laughed it off and been like, oh, you're joking. Like, why would someone think that that is a joke, you know? Yeah, that's, so, not, that's not funny, especially in the middle. That's actually dangerous. What if something could happen to you? What if you left the house? He said that it was a test and I should have laughed it off. I should have known, like, better or whatever. First off, if it's a hotline, you should ask both sides of the story. And at this big grown age, why are we testing people in relationships? Big grown age. <laughs> he said because he's been hurt in the past in every relationship. My, so haven't I. I've had my devastated, almost been suicide for what my wife can, I, can Can we speak to him? I don't understand what's going on here. Yeah, seriously. We'll talk. Because he, he wanted to talk. So so what happened? Why would you kick her out of the house? I'm an honest and loyal and honest guy to every relationship I've been in. And I've been nothing but stepped on and hurt. Well, my wife asked me to wear some lingerie one time. I didn't want to do it, so I did it. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Uh, so, uh, I mean, like, we're, we're into, I'm into different things. I actually like, like listen, guys y'all, y'all hear who wear lingerie, and like I, I, I enjoy bisexual men, and yeah, I enjoy watching gay porn. Like, you're not allowed to play stuff where they kick me off. We could have been head. superstars. Okay, so he's bisexual. Remember, we was yes. Okay. Yes. Now okay. I am. <laughs> he said now. So I, I don't am. understand the test of kicking someone out. What does that prove? And I just wanted to see how the heated situation would go if we was into one. And it was a simple little question. I would never kick her out of my house at one in the morning. I but you shouldn't even threaten somebody to do that. How do you think that makes her feel? 
But instead, yeah. instead, she, she decided to say she was going to spit in my face, call me. I didn't say I was going to. I said I wanted to. What's wrong with that? That sounds sexy. I myself in this situation. So I texted her earlier. I'm glad I did because like, I found out how she really is. Yeah, but you know, what about how you are? I, I don't understand you this. You don't know how he let, is Let anymore, me tell you. Something. <laughs> I was so disgusted. I was so angry. I can't remember because I baby low-key blacked out. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Let me ask you, sir. Who wouldn't get mad if someone kicked them out of the house at midnight? Not that mad. Not as mad as you act like I broke stuff. Like, I would never let me. I wanted to grab her up and just be like, He's no, really mad because I said that I wish I could. I wanted to spit in his face. What's man lingerie? How did you turn bisexual? Yeah, now, now we asking the real questions. Okay, I'm glad. Now you asking the real questions. I will talk about this one. So like, it's not man lingerie. It's like lingerie that I would wear. And oh, you wear your lingerie. Okay. Yeah, like sometimes we match. We okay. both wear, walk around and, wearing heels. And that's why he thinks like, he's bi now. He thinks he's bi just because he wore your, your well, panties. First of all, it's sad. Don't let me tell you guys. His, his wife extorted him and had him wear lingerie and snuck into social pictures media. and put him on social media. My kids seen it. My pretending like <laughs> it was into it. Well, I will say this. That sounds very traumatic for you, sir. That sounds like a, oh a traumatic thing when you trust somebody oh and they betray oh. your trust in that way. But, oh but oh my if God. you can find somebody, right? Who accepts you for who you are? Why would you cause? Why would you cause issues in your relationship unnecessarily? <laughs> he's not bisexual, ye, just because he wore a woman's lingerie. No, he's bisexual he he because now. he has sex with a man. I didn't hear that part. He hasn't said that. That's what I'm trying to get to. But his wife was making him feel ashamed of it. But he right. finally found his match, which was me, because I am into bisexual men who wear lingerie and watching that type of thing. Has he slept with a man before? Hmm? Has he slept with a man before? Who, me? The guy. No, the guy. Your boyfriend. Yeah, like we both, That's what like, makes him bisexual. on a man together, like have a three-way with two guys, and he will receive and might like, be giving me oral and getting uh, back you know, shot. Like, I mean, I enjoy that stuff. Like, there's some, listen. Okay. Hey, Look, whatever y'all like to do in your relationship word. is your guys' business, but I do want to say in reference to the question, okay, don't yes. sabotage your relationship because something previously didn't work okay. out. You got to start <laughs> from zero. Like and you, like I, I yelled at her to get out. Oh, it don't matter if you wrote it down on a piece of paper. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, but you guys have to learn how to communicate in a better, more responsible way. And every relationship is a risk. Are you willing to take that risk? Because no matter what, no matter what type of test you put somebody through, you don't know what's going to happen when a real thing comes up. So don't create drama because you've been traumatized before. Yeah, that is like that's why I think with guys, it's no drama with it. Out, fist bump it out, and they're gone. A woman comes in your house, you spend sixty bucks and no. for three days. Okay, but I don't think she respects you because you're like a bottom. Just stop it. But I, I will say this: I, I, just listening to this conversation, I realize that you guys don't listen to each other. You guys continually talk over each other, and there's no possible. It's way too many people can, in the room. No, there's two people that you can possibly <laughs> understand each other if y'all don't get each other's thoughts out. Every time she talks. He talks over him, and every time he talks, she talks over him. How could y'all possibly understand each other and listen to each other if y'all not allowing each other to speak? And he'd rather be with a man. You shut he up. just told her that. He was like, that's why I deal, I'd rather deal with a man because men, you know, don't do all of this. That's what it, that, See? Okay. He said that. All right, well, look. Maybe you guys aren't a match then, if that's what you're saying your preference is. That's why I did what I did. No, you doing what you did. Yeah, I'm glad I did. You doing what you did. <laughs> All right. Well, look, guys, it feels like he doesn't, this is, you know, you're not 
for him. Well, he wants to go through life. I was all in, you but know, willing to take now. that risk for, you know, win. taking another chance on being hurt again by being all in with one I felt like was a match. I didn't feel like I needed to test him. Really? I, I never did test him. I made a promise to myself that, that I was, didn't That wasn't the only test. Listen, I made a promise to myself. First of all, it's too early in the morning. Have y'all had yeah. breakfast? And, and it, at least now you know what it is, right? Yeah, yeah I so now I got to get an opinion. And I told you that that was anybody would be angry doing that. And you saying that anybody wouldn't be angry, they would have. I didn't react I the way that I was supposed angry. to react. I didn't think you'd be belligerent. It sounds to me like you need a power top in your life, man. Ma'am, would you respect him if he was a power top and not a messy bottom? Hey, listen, man. I didn't. It, didn't, I it wouldn't matter women. if he was. I was only giving her a chance because she had me falling. I wasn't even going to date women again. That was a promise I made. Okay. Well, <laughs> what did you see? Did you hear what he said? He said well, he wasn't going to date women he, again. Yes, he doesn't want to be with you. It looks like well, this is not what he wants. And maybe. I've moved on. We could be friends. Well, let's move on. Maybe him doing this was his way of trying to break up with you in a passive way. I probably shouldn't have put both coochie lips on him. I probably should have put just one of them on him because he couldn't handle it. He don't want that no more, boo. He wants cheeks. Okay, you don't have what he want no more. It's over. That's what it sounds like. All right. It's not going to work if he goes through like testing them. Like, because yeah, when you're testing, that's like playing a game serious. like with people's emotions. You ever hear a crime of passion? I just guys. I don't date them. Whoa. Whoa. All right. Whoa. She threatened him with she threatened the crime of passion. He said he only F's guys. He don't date them. Wow. Good luck, guys. Thank you. Go your separate ways, please. Man, drop one of Clues Bombs for Tyler Perry, because I know he executive produced that phone call. (laughs) Right, well, that was Ask You Guys. We answer any question. 800-585-105. That sounds like a Tyler Perry movie. That call gave me everything I need. I'm taking that home with me. I'm going to listen to that later on the podcast. Uh, He's available. I'm going to listen to that later on the Breakfast Club podcast. That was an incredible phone call. The hell? You go too far. What? It's the Breakfast Club. (laughs) The Breakfast Club. This has suck. Power 105 The Breakfast Club. Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. So we are on vacation. So we're playing the best of. So the best of interviews, the best of moments, some of the dopest and hottest things that's been on The Breakfast Club. I like that. I like that. And today is something special because tickets go on sale. Listen, man, uh, tickets go on sale for the Black Effect Podcast Festival today. Uh, I'm doing my first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival at the Brooklyn Mirage here in Brooklyn. Uh, we got we got some of your favorite shows like the 85 South Show, All the Smoke, Horrible Decisions, Reasonably Shady, The Big Facts Podcast, Black Tech Green Money with Will Lucas, Checking In with Michelle Williams, The Trap Nerds Podcast, and We Talk Back with my two homegirls from South Carolina, uh, Tam Bam and AJ, all right? It's all hosted by my man Lil Duval and Nala Simone. We got food, we got drinks, all of that good stuff, and tickets are on sale right now. Go to blackeffect.com slash podfest. That's blackeffect.com slash podfest. If you want tickets to come to see the first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival Sunday, August 28th. Go to blackeffect.com slash podfest right now and get your tickets. That's right. All right. Well, don't move. We got more best of the best of moments. We're on vacation. We'll be back in a couple of days. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Hey, I do have a positive note, man. I know this is just going to fall on deaf ears in this social media era that we live in. But I just want to tell y'all, if you didn't see it with your own eyes or hear it with your own ears, don't invent it with your small mind and share it with your big ass mouth. Okay? 
Okay. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.